Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Welcome. It's, it's really <laughs> late for it us is. recording this. Yeah. I mean, it's not late for me in general, but... Our top, our top story this week, this is out of Texas. It's from ABC7 Chicago, but the story is from Texas. Toddler orders 31 McDonald's cheeseburgers <laughs> through DoorDash on mom's unlocked phone. I saw that story. And Look. the little baby sitting there with all the hamburgers for cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this little toddler. Mom, his mother says she'll never leave her phone unlocked again. Kingsville, Texas, a two-year-old in Texas has quite an appetite. The toddler named Barrett manages, <laughs> <laughs> managed to order 31 McDonald's cheeseburgers through his mother's DoorDash account. Can you imagine what a baller move that is? If an adult did it for himself, like what do you even? Thirty-one. Well, so McDonald's specific. must have been like what? <laughs> so I was working. I was using my phone, and sometimes whenever I'm on my computer and my phone, he'll come grab the phone out of my hand, and he did. Barrett's mother, Kelsey Gold. Melon, shut up. I'm, I'm not even editing that out. Barrett's mother, Kelsey Golden, said, and he usually likes to take pictures of himself, so I thought he was doing that, and I thought I locked the phone, but apparently I didn't. Kelsey didn't know until she received a notification from the delivery service explaining why her order was taking so long. (gasps) She said, okay, thinking this was a mistake. Then I heard a door knock, and I came out, and it turns out they were at our house. The delivery driver was like, you order 31 burgers? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, no, I didn't order these. But but I did. My son did, Kelsey said. I like to picture the baby coming up to her behind the door. Like, those are for me. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey says she'll never leave her phone unlocked again. By the way, the little boy is generous, too. He left the driver a $16 tip on the app. The order's total came to ninety-one seventy. Wow. That's, That's a good deal. For that many for burgers? For 31 burgers. What kind did he get? Just regular cheeseburgers? It was from McDonald's, so I'm so sure it was just So it could be a Whopper? Their... No, they don't have Whoppers there. What that's, do they have? Oh, make, what's it called? King. Quarter Pounder. He, maybe he ordered 31 Quarter Pounder with cheese. I, I think their burgers are like 99 cents. Right. So he must have ordered... Maybe he got the Deluxe. Yeah. Because well, $3, even though that's cheap, that's like expensive at <laughs> McDonald's. Because they have like the dollar menu cheeseburgers, right? Do you remember the Arch Deluxe? Of course. And I also remember the McDLT. <laughs> That's where all the cold stuff was on one side and the hot stuff was on the other. You and don't you, remember that? And you assemble it in your car. Yeah. I was one of those things. And I always remember, here's, my, here's me as a child being annoyed by food. <laughs> Even back then, the cheese was on the cold side. <laughs> 
I, that's like my memory. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember being like, why is the cheese on the cold side? <laughs> it was like infuriating you to me. You want that melty. Absolutely. Right. It's a, it was crazy. Uh, after that, Barrett ended up eating only half of one burger. Look, what's, that's happened to the best of us. <laughs> you want to make sure you have enough. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach sometimes. The thing that sucks is those aren't even like, you can't even keep those. No, you can't. Those do not taste good hours later. They don't even taste good 20 minutes later. Oh, man. Five. (laughs) That's like a shamey, you need to eat right away as fast as possible. Fast food Mm. does not keep at all. No. The funny thing is that it's almost like something that's microwaved, even though it's not. You know how something microwaved doesn't taste good like shortly after it's... not Certain things, like you have to eat it right away. Yeah. Uh, I think like... I feel like fast food is similar. You mean like a frozen dinner? Just like... have you? I've microwaved certain things like a burrito. It's just like it gets hard or something if you don't eat it right away. Yeah. And then it's... it's you can't re, you can't revive it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... You can't revive fast food. No. You just can't. It gets like rock hard. Even if you've cooked the french fries again, which I've done... It's like they're not the same because they get really hard and they're yeah. kind of good and crunchy, but not the no. same. You want those fresh hot fries. Yeah. You need those fresh hot fries. So did she get reimbursed or she had to, t- she had to take she it? She paid for it and she said she gave away some of the others to the neighbors. Imagine someone just passing out McDonald's burgers <laughs> in your neighborhood. That's so <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? I'm very curious how he did this order, though, because he's two. He must have just been pressing It must buttons. have been accidental. Yeah, it was a totally accidental. He was probably pressing buttons. He wasn't buttons. ordering burgers. I mean... See, I, like, I wish he was a little older and he was intentionally ordering the burgers. That would have been funny. I mean, sometimes toddlers will, like, accidentally call 911. That's way worse than accidentally ordering burgers. But that's burger, like... Burgers. I mean, we've all door dashed. There's a lot of steps he took. Right. He, you know what I mean? Right. Because you have to, like, check the order... Click your payment, right. do the tip. Right. So he just kept pressing like along to go through the and whole he process. Left the tip. He, yeah. Because you have up, to pick the tip. He came up with that $16 tip. So he's uh, very active in this crime. <laughs> 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 this isn't like, remember when the kids used to order like thousands of dollars of Smurf berries on that game? What? There was some like Smurf what? Smurf app game like 10 years ago <laughs> and the parents would get these bills for hundreds of dollars because their kids were ordering Smurf berries in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like no control. So they had to like get these controls on the game so kids couldn't order Smurf berries. <laughs> it was like, it was like the, you know how the, all those games it's like free, but then you can add, get more if you pay for like right. the extra stuff. Right. So this was Smurf berries. <laughs> so. Smurf berries. I've never heard of that. That's really funny, though. Um, our next story is out of your hometown, Desi, Florida. Oh, my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long did you live in Jacksonville for? <sighs> probably Until you were 10? No. Not e- I mean, I probably lived there for the first few years and then a few years later. So probably only lived there four or five years total. Right. So, But you got mm-hmm. trash Florida family. I've... I mean, that's in my genes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I just don't have any memory. Like, I, don't, I couldn't go there and tell you where things were. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at all. Well, this is from Orlando, from clickorlando.com. Florida woman accused of crashing into multiple cars, throwing fake snake to evade traffic stop. She's got a good mugshot, this lady. Fake snake. A Florida woman 
A woman was arrested after crashing into multiple vehicles and throwing a fake snake at deputies in an attempt to flee a traffic stop in Martin County Wednesday afternoon. Don, <laughs> I'm sorry, this lady has an amazing name. Don LaShawn La Parade, age 54. That's a very <laughs> fancy name. I was literally thinking the other day about when I was a kid, I, I loved the name Dawn. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, there was a girl named Dawn and I was so jealous. I was like, Dawn is so pretty. Well, I think I really liked it because it, one of the babysitter's club girls was named Dawn. Oh, really? And she was like really pretty. And I so I always associated like pretty girls with yes, Dawn. But it's so not that name. Like it's not like. It didn't. It didn't hold up that name. Yeah, like, I feel like it's definitely a certain type. Well, this lady faces multiple charges and additional charges, including four counts of aggravated assault. They just call anything aggravated. I'm just assault. like, I'm come sorry. on, it's a fake snake. It's it's funny. Like laugh a little. Yeah. <laughs> That's not assault to me. She, it's just so extreme. She probably threw it out of her car window. Her name is Dawn. This was like in her <laughs> destiny. <laughs> According to the investigators, the chase began when the suspect intentionally hit one of the Martin County Sheriff's officers as she tried to evade a traffic stop. She fled deputies reaching speeds of up to 100 miles per hour. <laughs> For some reason, I thought she was running. So when you said reaching speeds, I was like, wow, Dawn is hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> hitting another patrol car oh, and a civilian okay. truck. Well, in- she did take it a little too far. <laughs> in- I'm just saying, I don't think she should be charged for assault for the snake. That's not a... That's also, for- what was the right? traffic stop? Because I'm always suspicious. Like most traffic stops, it's like, just go away. Leave yeah, us alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> leave everyone alone. Uh, let's see. She ended up on Warf- Warfield Boulevard. Mm. While driving, she motioned to the deputies that she had a gun and drove erratically. <laughs> Look, it's getting harder to defend Dawn. <laughs> she motioned to the deputies that she had a gun and drove. Why would you do that? <laughs> and drove erratically, trying to cause them to crash. <laughs> Wait a minute, they have a picture of the snake. Um, they have a picture of the snake really? on the ground. Yes. The when snake de- with an evidence tag on it, <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> when deputies approached the suspect, she threw a fake snake at them. Here's a picture of the snake on the ground that she threw. It's very realistic. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't. It's not like green or like red. Yeah, it's it gray. looks kind of like a realistic fake. It snake. could be if you just glanced at it. I look. If you're very frightened and someone threw that, you, <laughs> you might think it's real. <laughs> Four people were transported to the hospital oh, with, wow. with non-life-threatening injuries. Okay. That's still scary. Uh, following the traffic crashes, according to the sheriff's office, the deputies hit the woman. Wait, hit by the women were not injured. Laprade was booked into jail and is now being held on a ninety thousand dollar bond. Do you want was see- she drunk? I don't or- know. I feel like something's going on with Don. Oh, Don. Oh, Dawn. She's got a side ponytail. That's always <laughs> sort of like a little, you're like, you know. What's happening If there? you're like over a certain age and you still have a side ponytail, you're an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some things happen in your life. I'm just saying. Oh, Dawn. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. Because that doesn't seem like normal behavior. What's going on, Dawn? Well, she didn't have a gun, right? She had a snake. She had a snake. A snake. So snake. she motioned to the cops that she had a gun, which is not smart. 
to do. And uh, she didn't have one. Right. So what was her plan to fake? Like, did she think they were going to be like, oh shit, she has a gun. Let's go. I mean, they should, they should do that. I think they were going to be like, uh, oh shit, it's a snake. I think it's hilarious that she flew through a snake at them to evade them. Uh, It's harmless. She shouldn't have hit people's cars. (laughs) And I'm curious why she got pulled over. I mean, maybe she was driving erratically. And they pulled her over. Right. But what was she doing? Who, I would like to know. They should have been specific about what the original right. traffic that stop might, was. Right, that would maybe give us some context of why they were scared when she threw the snake. Like, was she swerving all over the road? Well, was we she... know cops pull over people for stupid reasons all the time. Absolutely. So I would That's like, why I'm curious. I would like to have Because it's like, maybe you shouldn't have even pulled her over. Yeah. So this whole thing could have been avoided if you just minded your own business. <laughs> Uh, our last story, I'm sorry, I only have three stories this week. This is a science story, Desi, Ooh. so I know you're going to be into this as mm-hmm. the scientist on the show. You're Absolutely. even wearing your glasses right now. <laughs> this is from CNN. Ancient poop reveals what Ooh. the builders of Stonehenge like to eat. Wow. <laughs> We've all been wondering. <laughs> I like when people are like, look, we're running out of discoveries. (laughs) (laughs) Here's something no one has ever looked into. Let's start doing the poops of every famous builder. (laughs) Like they're just going to start doing the poops of the pyramid builders, the people who built the Hoover Dam. (laughs) Like how do you, why does it matter? First of all, Do, do we even, I thought, that we didn't even know who built Stonehenge. I thought it was like the aliens. <laughs> I thought that was the whole point of Stonehenge, that it was a mystery. Am I wrong? Did we find that out? <laughs> wait, wait, I thought you're right. <laughs> wait, who did build Stonehenge? I'm going to like choke. I'm going to cry. Wait, I need to look this up right now. Hold on, well, we're going to pause. <laughs> Okay, the first thing that comes up when you Google who built Stonehenge, it says, according to folklore, Stonehenge was created by Merlin, the wizard. <laughs> See? So is it Merlin's poop? And this is, and this is from a, like nationalgeographic.com says this. Who Matt, he, it says, according to folklore, Stonehenge was created by Merlin, the wizard of Arthurian legend who magically transported the massive stones from Ireland where giants had assembled them. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I like how they're just jumping to the poop of the builders when we didn't even have the builders knowledge. (laughs) Like they're kind of like burying the lead. (laughs) Another legend says invading Danes put the stone uh, stones up. And another theory says they were the ruins of a Roman temple. Uh, there's lots of questions that's like, did humans build Stonehenge? Yes, I've definitely heard like Stonehenge is a very popular alien. Stonehenge, if you were a child in like the seventies, I'm guessing in the eighties and you watched paranormal shows, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stonehenge was always a topic of conversation and the mystery. It's like up there with crop circles, right? Like how come all of a sudden these stones just appeared? And who put them there? Where did they come from? They're so heavy. And they're just in this field in England. <laughs> Wait, I think it's Ireland. Is it Ireland? Wait, we don't want to get this wrong because we, oh. we have a lot of UK listeners. Okay. And I don't Clarify wanna, it right now. I'm going to clarify it right now. I'm pretty sure it's Ireland. Stonehenge. 
Oh, it's Will. It's England. I'm so See? sorry. Please, I'm so sorry. So now, Do now not- she has to live with the shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's in. It's okay. It's a prehistoric monument on Salisbury Plain in Wiltshire, England. See, See? <laughs> just ask Christopher Biggins coming. <laughs> Um, um, no, I mean, I sincerely did not know. So who's this poop? Whose okay, poop okay, is this? Okay. <laughs> okay. So they haven't discovered who built Stonehenge, but they do know what the people or aliens, what they were eating. Oh, so they found shit on the ground or something. Ancient poop found at the site of a prehistoric village near Stonehenge. So they don't even know if this was the builders. This these, is pre- this guy, these are stretching it. Revealed that the settlement's inhabitants, who likely built the stone circle, so this is the theory, feasted on the internal organs of cattle. Whoa. This is dumb because I feel like everyone in England in the ancient days were only existing on internal organs of cattle. Well, why only those? What'd they do with the rest? <laughs> well, I'm sure they ate other parts, yeah. but people like, like a lot of organ meat. Sure. Or you could even if they were just like, oh, it's they ate a lot of mutton. I'd be like, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the olden days. Seven, <laughs> several pieces of fossilized poop, which scientists called corporalites, were unearthed from a refuse heap at a settlement known as Durrington Walls at just 1.7 miles from Stonehenge. The village dates back to around 2,500 BC, when much of the imposing monument in southwest England was constructed. Five pieces of poop, one from human and four dogs, were found to contain Mm. the eggs of parasitic worms. So these guys had worms when they were building (laughs) Stonehenge. It explains a lot. (laughs) Ancient human poop was unearthed from Durrington Walls, a prehistoric village. Oh, wait, that's just the caption. This is like... Do you want to see the This is like Monty Python sketch or something. It's the poop, ain't it? (laughs) Well, we don't know if it's the ones who built it. (laughs) It's just like... It's just rocks. The human poop uh, and three of the dog corporalites contain the eggs of cap- capillarid worms. Identif- corporalites. I-, I like how we can't even say shit, fossilized shit. <laughs> it's not scientific. <laughs> There's not, no, it's corporalites. <laughs> uh, okay, this is disgusting. The human poop and three of the dog corporalites contain the eggs of capillarid worms, identified in part by their lemon shape. The presence of this type of worm indicated that the person had eaten the raw or undercooked lungs or liver from an already infected animal, which would result in the parasite's eggs passing straight through the digestive system, according to a new study on the fossils. Capillarid worms infect cattle and ruminants, suggesting that eating cattle was the most likely source of the parasite, the study study authors noted the dogs may have been fed leftovers however bones dug up from the trash heap suggested that cattle weren't the most commonly consumed animal some 90 percent of the thirty-eight thousand bones unearthed were from pigs and ten sorry about that and 10 percent from cattle one piece of the poop belonging to a dog contained the eggs of a fish tapeworm, indicating that it had become infected from eating raw freshwater fish. 
However, no other evidence of fish consumption, such as bones, have been found at the site. This lack of evidence is perhaps because the site wasn't used to year-round, wasn't used year-round, and the fish with the tapeworm was consumed at a different settlement. Well, Why I do like these people have a lot of worms? Here's what I here's what <laughs> here's what's interesting to me about this article is they stress so much that like we have all this shit from the people who built Stonehenge, but they're like, well, we have one human poop, but the rest of it's from dogs. And we don't know that they built it. They're just in a nearby town. <laughs> so I don't know who these corporalites are, technically. Who they belong I to. I just picture like the fish, like someone pulled up the bones that look like the cartoon drawing yeah. of the fish bones. <laughs> look, we found some fish. Oh, that explains that lemon-shaped worm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, we, we don't know who actually built Stonehenge. You're right, Desi. That is a mystery that is yet to be solved. You know, it's, a lot has happened in the past five years. It's quite possible I missed the story. <laughs> I was just curious. Because <laughs> it's like one of those things where I felt like it's been a mystery our whole life. And then one day it's going to be like, oh, yeah, this guy named John and his friends, Bill and, you know, Ted. <laughs> They built Stonehenge, and then we all just move on. Right, and it's like uh uh-uh, uh, like womp womp. And then some, and, and then we just like okay, happens. well, what about the Bermuda Triangle? Oh, right. well, that's actually we always find out these boring explanations for these lifelong mysteries. It's like we should just keep them the way they are. Right. It's never interesting <laughs> when we find out. It's just very common sense or boring. It's or, never aliens. Or there's a really interesting theory. And somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson will debunk it and like ruin it for everybody. Remember the other day, he's like, uh, these moons are pretty boring. And uh, I don't know why you guys are excited about it. Uh, I I beg to differ. Maybe it is common, but that moon fucked shit up in the universe. And I'll tell you why. Okay. The woman who does my nails, who's a, been a friend of mine for like 10 years, she's very into astrology and very knowledgeable. And she told me that that blood moon that we recently had really fucked up the vibes. I just saw an article that the vibe shift is changing. There's a vibe shift coming. I haven't ever shifted my vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just saying, she asked me, she said, Rachel, did you spend a lot of time outside when the moon was eclipsing or whatever it was doing? I was like, no, I didn't. I went outside really quickly to take a look, and it was like a little too hazy out. Were you supposed to stay outside? No, you're supposed to like close all your windows oh. and like close your curtains. I looked once. It was aight. I mean, it's cool because it's the shadow on the moon, and yeah. that's it. It's not that exciting. It's not like when the sun gets eclipsed and you look at it accidentally. <laughs> That you could go blind from. I was in New York during that solar eclipse. Oh, we really? Had. Yeah. I'm like, when did you go to New York without me? <laughs> I mean, that was so long ago. Oh, yeah, well, this is 2017. Um, oh, um, that's so you probably went to visit your grandma and went to New York too. This new evidence tells us something new about the people who came here for winter feasts during the construction of Stonehenge. Oh, my God. The story's still going on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm determined to get through this article. (laughs) Said study co-author Mike Parker Pearson, a professor at University College London's Institute of Archaeology and the leader of the Stones of Stonehenge Research Project. That's what it's called? (laughs) 
Lord. More like the stoners of Stonehenge because <laughs> no one cares about this study. <laughs> Pork and beef were spit roasted what? or boiled in clay pots, but it looks as if the offal wasn't always cooked so well. Look, tell us who built Stonehenge. That's what we want to know. Before you tell me what I already know, that people ate meat spit roasted over fire. And it was probably undercooked. I knew that. I could have guessed that. We knew. <laughs> we knew. We, we, we know things were going on in that town next door. <laughs> Stonehenge. <laughs> Wasn't good stuff. <laughs> and, a, and five dogs. They found dog they shit. Dogs. And only one human shit. How, Tell me something else. Did dogs build stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that would be a great plot twist. We're going to find some ancient ruins, and it's going to be like a dog howling <laughs> at a henge. What? A henge? <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs> the individual things? <laughs> That's what you call and them. And the plural of it is Stonehenge. Stonehenge is all of them. Just one is a henge. Um, is it is it a lot smaller when you go there? Like, is it one of those things that it's like less impressive when you go there in person? Like Mount Rushmore. I'm dying to go to Mount Rushmore because I was shocked. I can't remember. Someone's like, "This is how tiny it is." And, and you're it's like, very "What?" Small. It's like the size of like it's like four feet by five or something <laughs> like it's so tiny and it was very disturbing yeah because you just assume it's massive right but you're like i guess that makes sense why would it be that big who can do that right it would be so boring honestly i think mount rushmore is one of the stupidest things no one would be sad if it was gone it should, it's, it's, it's ridiculous it is so stupid that somebody took the time to do that in my opinion i'm not gonna go see it unless i happen to be near there then I'm going to go see how small it is and make fun of it. <laughs> uh, no, I, but it was shocking to find out how small it was though. Right. I can't remember it's, someone posted a picture like, uh, so you could I've see the size that. and I it was just like, what? About. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think I've heard anything about Stonehenge. I bet you it's pretty much what it looks like. Cause I don't think it's excessively large. In fact, I don't even know why it's that like, why it would be that hard to do. <laughs> Could you do it? I don't know. I never tried. But is it, <laughs> what's the mystery about how it was built that someone put those stones that are that big there? Yeah. It's like, why did they do it? And how did they do it? Okay. Because the stones are big and it's like they're balancing Okay, It's like a weird... Honestly, it could have just been somebody's like conceptual art project. We have no idea. Like people were doing all kinds of stuff that we don't understand in the ancient world. I just know back then, a lot of people did stuff with stones that were like, how did they do that? Like the, They had some stone tricks. <laughs> like those giant heads? The giant heads, the pyramids. Mm-hmm. We finally figured out like, oh, that's how they managed to do that. They had this, like they how they moved those heavy you know, bricks or whatever to build yeah. the pyramids. Like they had this like levee pulley thing. You know what I mean? Like they were doing shit back then. Yeah. We just like can't fathom it because we have technology, but they were doing stuff without it. Uh, So I'm imagining Stonehenge. I just wish they would, someone would tell us. You just tell us. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone, someone just come on. We enough of this mystery. I mean, I think it's cool looking. I'd like to go. I'd like to see it. I would definitely go to Stonehenge. There's honestly not many famous monuments or tourist attractions I wouldn't pop by if I was near like I I actually like 
tourist traps. Like yeah. I have to check it out. I'm not saying Stonehenge is that, <laughs> but it is like a tourist spot. Like you of go course. to Stonehenge. It's definitely like not the same as like the dinosaur <laughs> gas station or like whatever. Right. But I like those junky tourist traps too. Why is this cat climbing? Oh, my, oh my God. She's climbing the walls. That is, do not break this. We're still rolling, by the way. Um, but yeah, I like to, I like going to touristy things or like monuments and stuff like that. Like just when, to see them. Like if we go to Ireland, will we go see the Blarney Stone? I'll go see anything. Yeah. I mean, is that a place we can go? Yeah. Okay. See, that's something I think is less impressive. <laughs> we, like I think it's not that big, right? I don't even know what it is. I just know people go there and they kiss it. Okay. I want to go to the key bridge in Paris. Oh, with all the, the locks, locks and keys? Yeah. Like that I'd want to see. I'm not going to do it, but I'd want to see them You're all. not going to put a lock and key no, for no, us? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> for me and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> for me um, and all the world's cats. Yeah. I mean, look, I've only been to Europe once, so I've there's so many things I want to see that I haven't seen, like big like things that I feel like I should have seen by now. Yeah, me too. Uh, actually... The Kitten Lady is a an account that I follow, or you probably follow it I too. Do, She's yeah. a very famous uh, cat rescuer. She's in Europe on a trip, and it's exactly the type of trip I would want to do. She's like visiting all the famous cats of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's true. Like, she's going, she's like in Amsterdam and London. Yeah. And she's like visiting the famous cats that are there. Like, there was one from the Abbey, some famous Abbey cat, and like these street cats in Amsterdam. And then it's just like, seems like a really fun thing to do on a trip to yeah. go see the famous shop cats and like whatever. I to- oh my oh God. Oh my God. Masha. She's a terror. She's, it's her. Yes. Yeah. Tonight, it's not Melon who's causing a ruckus. No. It's, it's Masha She's sitting in there staring at me. Hi, Melon. Uh, yeah, so interesting. The poops of Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> One step closer to solving who we're built almost Stonehenge. there. We're the almost... stones of Stonehenge people are on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. That's right. That's what his research is called. Uh, okay, we'll take we're going to take a break. 
You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash H-C-S. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. We have some listener emails that... I'm not going to read right now because I want to save I want to save this one for when we talk about restaurant rivalries, but okay. I just wanted to to let our listeners know that we've gotten your emails. Yeah, that you sent us. I was just reading one from Matthew. He sent this like a month ago. And we, it, I've, I've had it saved in like our star I've folder. I put all those emails in a folder. They're all we're we're going to talk about them all. We just maybe we can do it for July. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, and, so we'll have them, and I want to add to the list. And I also wanted to give a shout out to our listener Michaela because she sent us a picture of her cat named Sea Salt, which I think is a very cute name for a cat. Oh, I think I saw this. He's a rescue Persian and is a total maniac. Here's a picture of Sea Salt Desi. Oh yeah, I saw him. I want to snuggle this cat. He's so cute. He looks like he has a little mustache, like yeah. a little Wolf, um, Wilford Brimley mustache. It's really cute. We've, we've, yeah. We've, oh, can I just also say a special hello to friend of the pod, Felicia? Oh, I love Felicia. Um, I just wanted to say hi to her. <laughs> Give her a shout out. Yeah. Felicia Fisher. You can check her out. We've, we've talked about her before. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to forget that. She knows why. Oh. <laughs> hey, girl. Um, so is that the end of your email? Yeah. I just wanted to let our listeners who sent in emails in the past month about restaurant rivalries that we've read them and we've kept them in a special folder and we will compile them and do something. give you guys shout outs. Yeah. And if you have any, send us... We wanted. We were looking for local restaurants who have a, a sick and petty rivalry yeah. with another restaurant. Either one of them left the organization and started a rival restaurant across the street. <laughs> one of them stole someone's recipes. 
they're two brothers who fucking hate each other. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Petty restaurant rivalries. And there's a lot of them, apparently. All over the nation. <clears throat> yeah. We've so, gotten instances of this. Yeah. So what what did we watch? Is that where we are? Okay. So I've been watching Bloodline and I like the first season a lot. I'm still watching the second season. It's like, it's good. You the know? first season is the best one. And I think it just doesn't, it's like, eh, it's fine, but you could stop watching it and you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like itching to like continue to watch it. But the but first season is very good. It's very, very yeah. good. I also obviously am watching Better Call Saul. It's so good. It's like if you know anything about me, you know I've been watching it since the beginning. And it's that and Breaking Bad are my two favorite TV shows of all time. So I'm, yeah, very happy it's back, but the mid-season finale is coming up next week. I hope it's more exciting than the last two episodes. It's been a lot of build-up, the last two episodes. I don't like Lalo. You don't like Lalo? You like him? I mean, as a character, he's very (laughs) compelling, but he's a bad guy. I don't like him personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like, done. He's, he's a bad guy. He's, a, he's yes, does he? I don't he, mind. I'm not talking character or like. No, he's I. He's scary. He's very scary. He's very scary. And he laughs like he's an evil person who's joyful, and that's very scary, right? Because <laughs> he's like enjoying himself. He loves it. He loves being but evil. The, that actor is very good. <clears throat> oh, he's very good. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know how I feel. I don't really like these. Um, I don't like these final seasons slit in two. It's like, just do it. Right. Why do I have to wait like a month and a half now? I think there, somebody pointed out on Reddit that they might be waiting for like to time it right with like Emmy season. Oh, then just start it later. (laughs) I don't know. But I do think that Bob Odenkirk should get the Emmy for best actor in a drama regardless. Yeah. I mean, he's never even been nominated. Right. Yeah, he has. He has? I think so. Oh, maybe well, I, maybe Kim hasn't. I mean, um, Kim, Rhea. Rhea Seahorn should also get Best Actress. Mike should get Best Supporting Actor. Giancarlo Esposito should also get Best Supporting Actor. And Michael Mando should get Best Supporting Actor. I feel like Michael needs it the most. Like, it would benefit him a lot. Michael Mando crushes it in, Bra- in Better Call Saul. He yeah, is I like him. Fantastic. I just feel like he that that would really boost his career a lot. Yeah, I want to see him in more stuff. Yeah. Like the other two are already fine. They're established. Yeah. They're very established. Okay, I have a podcast recommendation. It's called Sympathy Pains and it's one of those like limited series podcasts. Oh. This story is insane. Okay. It is another great story of a con artist. Ooh. It's a woman who has, it's kind of like Munchausen's, but she wasn't actually sick or like making herself sick. She was faking that she was disabled (gasps) and like had cancer. Oh. And she did it for like 10 years. Damn. It's crazy, this story. It was a great, it was a great podcast. Was she doing it just for... Sympathy, or was she grifting money? She was doing it for sympathy, but she also did get like a free bike and like a free right. 
like some other free stuff. Right. But it wasn't like a scam to get money. She probably just randomly got that stuff. It was more about the attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really That's more, more interesting to me. I agree. Because um, there's so much weird psychology well, behind sad. that. It's, it's very sad. sad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because we hear from like everyone, like we hear from all these people that are interviewed in each different episode that knew her at points during the time she was pulling the scam. Right. The other thing it obviously reminded me of was that story that we never talked about that obviously I'm sure we'll revisit at some point maybe, or if there's more info that comes out, that writer from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never talked about that. I don't even remember. Where was that? The New Yorker? Vanity Fair, I think. Vanity Fair. I mean, I've seen a few different things on it, but I think the recent one was Vanity Fair. I think you're right. Um, I think the first time I saw it was like a thread, maybe. Like yeah, a Twitter a thread ago. a while ago? A long time ago. Right. No, that Twitter thread I might have even been about somebody else. That Twitter thread that you're referring to, somebody tweeted like a year ago, like we had this guy. Oh, the- yeah, that's different. Okay. The military guy? Yes. We should do like a story on both of those people on ho- together. Those kind of or Hollywood something. scammers. Yeah. yeah, to become a writer, like all these sort of awful things they do to get in the writer's room, just right. lying and stealing stories and like whatever. Right. Because this guy, the military guy also just completely stole someone's whole like life. valor or life story. Right. Like, like a classic example of that. Right. Uh, and he got busted because someone who actually was, had served in Iraq would ask questions like not to, to own him. Right. Just kind of like, Oh, remember this? And the guy would just not know what he was talking about. And that's how the suspicion I'm always, I always like how they, they run this con and then someone just randomly comes along who knows stuff about that con. Like, you know what I mean? Like how it unravels. It's like just in a, sometimes just bad luck for them. Like, Right. Someone just happened to come in who also served in the war and they're like, fuck, I'm screwed. But it's like the f- interesting thing to me with that guy, that didn't give him any pause Right. that now someone who actually might know he was lying, he just kept it up. Like, right. Uh, that's sort of where it gets interesting to me. Right. Um, and I do think it's like you get away with it long enough, you just start thinking no one's going to bust you or you're... You're, you're getting uh, attention for something sympathetic and most people are too polite to question you. Right. Right. Cause you don't right. want to question someone who is sick or whatever, like, or has PTSD yeah. or they claim they do. Yeah. So it's like this protection. It can be a protection for the, these liars. Right. Um, and yeah. And with this woman in sympathy pains, it's like, she was so, I mean, she claimed that she was so sick and it was like she had all these medical problems and she was, and no one was, no one was going to be like, you're lying, you You bitch. don't have cancer. Right. <laughs> like so, imagine saying that to someone. Like you don't you'd say- have to be 100% sure, right? Like, right. Or have some, someone you love have cancer and just, be, it would be so infuriating. It's just, it's like that thing I was talking to you about with Mike in the, um, grieving the grievers group that he was in where he told he was like that guy does his what he never had a wife who died he like called the guy out in that grief group in better call Saul yes yes but that was like everyone was like oh like don't you like how do you know and he's like no he's a liar <laughs> like you have to be so sure and, and willing to go there right to accuse them I mean yeah so 
it's a good, I, I mean, we, cause we haven't done a mini in a few weeks, but I, I had to remember that like, oh yeah, I listened to that show. It was good. What is it? Is it like, what network, is it like a network or? I don't remember what okay. network it is, but the, also this woman ends up going on the Dr. Phil show. <gasps> like, and- I always love that. When there's a Dr. Phil appearance yeah. in the story. <laughs> right. It's got to get to like a bad point when there's a Dr. Phil appearance. You never want to end up on that show. Yeah. It's always kind of a, it's always like a suspicious thing. It's kind of like, wait, what? I think the reason, well, the reason in the show that this lady ends up on Dr. Phil is because the people that were like closest to her in her life at that point were so, this was like the one the only avenue of intervention they had with her. Yeah. That w- Is that, that show still on? I have no idea. I never watched it. I had like a few months. I can't remember why. I think it was really hot. Like it was like summer. <laughs> it was really hot. And I started watching it. And then I watched it like every day for like weeks. <laughs> I just remember. That was like my one period. And I was just like, this is what this show is wild. Like. It was like a throwback to like 90s talk show. I hadn't seen anything like that in so long. I I never like would sit down to watch it, but I definitely, I remember it was on in the days before streaming. So like it was one of those shows where I would catch it sometimes, yeah. like not on purpose. And just remember here, like he was just so rude. He was, he just seemed really rude. Well, I mean, it's kind of like. <laughs> and like, what are your credentials exactly? Yeah, I mean the whole thing's a mess. But then, if it was a compelling enough case or people, yeah. you couldn't help but watch it sometimes. Um, and I, I am such a fan. Like, if you're like around in the '90s, just watching those daytime talk shows, like, so it, it definitely had that vibe sometimes, which is just sort of like less acceptable <laughs> today than it was in the '90s. It's it's a relic of the past. We don't that I feel like his show was sort of like the last. Well, especially when you would hear the aftermath of some of these people where he wouldn't give them aftercare or support them. Yeah. And I think the fact that he did sell himself as like a doctor, like a you thought he was a psychiatrist or But he wasn't. He wasn't. I think he's some other kind of doctor. (laughs) But it it was like misleading. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like and he had like books that gave this illusion that he was some kind of trained something or other like authority figure or or you got the idea that these people were getting help finally when they came to his show and that just wasn't true uh it's entertainment yes um that would be a good show though dr Dr. phil Phil? yeah (laughs) i yeah dr phil december (laughs) we go through like all the cases like the catch me outside girl oh like all the famous like people or like the incidents that you know he got sued for. You know what's crazy about Bad Baby is that Bad Baby actually like finessed a career out of that. Like she's very successful. She just bought like a six million dollar house. Yeah. Didn't we talk about that? Or someone was I mad. I don't think so. Someone but, I know was mad about it. You know what? Good for her. If she can do it, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. I don't care. But I can see why when people are struggling. Of course. <laughs> that it's annoying. No. Well, yes, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But I, I just, mean, I don't blame her. I what just, is she's if she's gonna do it. I just mean I never think about her. I don't either. So I just I don't have the energy to care about her. No. But I do think it is funny that like she had this huge viral moment on his show and she was able to get a career out of it. 
Which is like... Or at least money out of it. Money. Because I don't know if she has a career, right? She was like a rapper. But it was just like not very long. I mean, she's not going to be a rapper forever. <laughs> I think she's... I mean, she's... Most of her success has come from OnlyFans, which is that's, how, oh. that's where she made the money. Yeah. No, she definitely monopolized her moment. Yeah. Uh, or not... Yeah. Capitalized. Capitalized. Yeah. I was like, that's not right. She capitalized on her moment. But yeah. I, that's... I mean, it's good that she got a lot because that's probably... That's like probably not going to last, right? Yeah, don't spend it all in one place, bad baby. Yeah, you got Stack your money. Your paper, save it. You're good to go. Seriously, don't blow it. Don't, don't buy NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of anything else like particularly exciting that I consumed. Oh, I can. Um, I watched a really good movie last night called Law Abiding Citizen. Oh, yeah, that's like one of my favorite genres of movie. I like when someone has um, something happens to them, the government or the law or the justice department or whatever, they fuck them over. They fail them. They have to take justice into their own hands. Yeah. (laughs) I I agree. I like that uh, genre very much. And I like Gerard Butler, which is a huge change for me because I used to not get him at all. I think he was in like rom-coms that I don't typically watch. And I was like, why him? Uh, but then I started watching his action movies and I don't, I don't know what it is. He just really sells these bullshit <laughs> dialogue roles <laughs> that are not particularly good movie. They're entertaining and they're fun to watch. Yeah. And he's, he really uh, gives it his all. Yeah. And I respect that. Like, it's kind of like Nicolas Cage no matter what schlock he is in, he will give it 100%. Yeah. And I like, I like that. I respect that. I like that. that they don't look down on what they're doing uh, and they give it their all. I agree. Um, so I think he is in a lot of fun movies and I'm looking forward to Greenland too. They're making a sequel? Yes. I loved Greenland. Greenland is great. Like that's probably like his best like, recent. It, it's a high quality movie. Like yeah. it's not like a typical action movie. You know, which are fine, but this is actually a really good movie. I like it. And, you know, yeah, there's a, um, there's a sequel. I'm really excited. I, I liked Law Abiding Citizen also because it is, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've seen every, every, I feel like I've, I'm always itching for a new thriller of that caliber and I've seen all of them. Like I recently. This one is just. It's bonkers. crazy. Yeah. I, I like the more bonkers the better. Like I recently Why not? I recently rewatched Double Jeopardy. Oh. And then I also <laughs> recently rewatched The Fugitive. Oh. Uh, those two are classics. Both good. Yeah. Two classic 90s thrillers. Uh, both Tommy Lee Jones. That's right. Both Tommy Lee Jones. I said to Brendan. I was like, we need like a Tommy Lee Jones double feature. We're going to do Double Jeopardy and The Fugitive. Yeah. Good ones. Should have done U.S. Marshals after that. (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones was in a lot of movies for like a 10-year period that were sort of that action genre. Love him. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I want more. I also watched Ambulance. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it's good. I mean... You know, it's good in that kind of way. <laughs> I know what you mean. When you it's like it. a speed. You know what I mean? It has that vibe, right? Where you're just on this ambulance and it's stressful and it's nonstop stress. I did not like Speed Two Cruise Control, though. Oh, <laughs> is that the one on the boat? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. Look, speed, you can't recapture speed. Speed One 
<laughs> or speed. Yeah. That was such a big deal when it came out. And it was like the concept was so stupid, but it was so good. Well, you gotta, I love a stupid concept. <laughs> like that was what was funny about law abiding citizen. None of that makes sense no. at all. No. Like none of that would have been possible. No. The, especially like, I'm not going to say it on, on here, but there is one aspect that is so unbelievable. It's just laughable, but you're like, okay. <laughs> like that's how, that's how you know a movie is entertaining. Cause you're like, ah, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> All of this is 100% possible. I mean, he just does a lot. He gets away with a lot that would yeah. just never happen. No. But you want to have him get away with it in the movie. Uh, Cause that's what makes it fun. Cause he was wronged. He was wronged and I was completely on his side, even though he did some bad things. Right. <laughs> I like vigilante and I like, I like, uh, you know, like the taken genre. Yeah. When it's like, that's their kid. They're going to do whatever it takes. And you happen to kidnap or hurt the family of a um, cold blooded killer. I'm sorry. That's your bad. <laughs> like, right. You can't do that. You got to, it's like all these people always happen to get the wrong guy. Right. Who is actually a trained killer. Do you know what I mean? Like, just to like me, you gotta not do that. My favorite James Wan movie, Death Sentence, starring Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, that was good. Death Sentence was so under is so underrated, and it's such a hidden gem. You got I got I like men who have nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it can't be bad in real life. But I I want to see Kevin Bacon's new movie that's coming out. They them about the conversion camp, the horror oh. movie. I don't. You know what looks really good is the new horror movie that stars Ethan Hawke. It's called like Black Phone. Ooh. It's it this movie looks fucking good as hell. And he's yeah. he plays the villain. And he's like a child kidnapper. Ooh. And he wears like a really scary mask in it. It's so good. I I actually thought it was out already because I think someone someone I know mentioned watching it, but they probably are like a film person who got to see like a special screening or something. Yeah. And I think it got delayed, but it's coming out in June. It's called Black Phone and it's like supernatural child killer, Ethan Hawke uh, horror movie. It. I know. I, I literally cannot wait for this movie. I want to see it so bad. Yeah. But yeah, I like the Taken genre. I like Vigilante. Um what was the other one we saw that was really <laughs> with Russell Crowe? Unhinged. Oh, yeah. I loved Unhinged. <laughs> that one's really good, too. I loved Unhinged. It's, yeah. I like whatever that is. Whatever that is where it's someone, yeah, well, that's... Someone see, has snapped. That's, <laughs> that's not vigilante so much as on their last... That's in the um, falling down genre. Yes, he's definitely... He's but he's his, like, it's like a similar vibe. Yes. Because he's just relentless. It's like a, it's like a great white shark. <laughs> they are not giving up on They're their path. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And no one can reason with them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I just want more of those movies. Me too. Uh, I, I can watch... I can watch endless amounts of them. Me too. They're just so. But I was like shocked I hadn't heard of Law Abiding Citizen. Oh, Someone yeah. tweeted about it Saturday really? night. Because I think there's like a sequel coming out. No yes. way. But yes. that movie came out in 2009. There's a sequel coming out. That's why I saw it. And people were like, what? There's a, I mean, they were had your exact reaction. And I was like, Law Abiding Citizen with Gerard Butler. <laughs> I was like, what? What is this? Oh. And then I saw the premise and I was like oh, I, I literally immediately watched it I was like this is exactly what I've been wanting and then I got mad at uh, our friend Andy because he didn't tell me about it but then it turned out he didn't know about it either 
He's like, I don't know every Gerard Butler film. I was like, well, does why? he like Gerard Butler? Yeah, he's the one who told me to watch all the falling, um, the falling movies, the falling London, London like the, those London's movies. Falling. Yeah, and like a few other ones, but Gerard Butler made a lot of movies, so you can't expect anyone to know all. It was my bad. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't too mad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I need a I need a movie like that to watch tonight. Um, sure. And then what do we eat? So let's talk about our meal. We went out to dinner to Cento Pasta Bar in West Adams, and. We really liked the pasta that we had. It was like a rigatoni in a red sauce with a big hunk of ricotta cheese on top and basil oil. Yeah. It was good. It was very simple, but it was good. I was glad because it also it said it had like truffle. Oil? I couldn't taste it. I couldn't either. But no, I, I, that I, was um, that was my one hesitation. Me too. Because sometimes I don't. It's a little too much for me. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Whatever, so I was glad I didn't taste it. Too whatever much. truffle was in there was in the background, and we couldn't tell. Yeah. It probably it was, just, that was the perfect way to do it. Yeah. I don't like that overwhelming truffle flavor. I like truffle flavor a lot, but it I don't. It needs to be used judiciously. Exactly. It's very similar to ginger with me. Like really? I love ginger, yeah. but if it's too overwhelming, sometimes I won't like it. It depends on what it is. But it's like I want to do it. <laughs> you want to adjust. I want to make it. It's just like a flavor I like a lot. Right. But sometimes it can be too overwhelming for me, uh, and I won't enjoy it as much. I'll still eat everything. Yeah. Because it's not like I'm disgusted by it. I'll just be like eh, a little too gingery or whatever. My mom was really excited about the cake that you made. Oh. That raspberry shortcake. It's really good. She was like, Desi. Yeah, she did. I was I was honored <laughs> that she commented. Because she's, <laughs> she's a baker and a cook. Yeah, it's a very good cake. It's very simple. She, my mom texted me a picture of something she was making in the Le Creuset pot that I got her for Christmas. Ooh. And it looked really good. It was like all these chili peppers bubbling away in a pot with some kind of meat in it. And she texted me this picture and I was like, mm, that looks good. And then 15 minutes later she goes, yum, what is that? And I was like, mom, you sent me that picture. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And she's like, oh my God, I did. Like, I think she had just glanced at her phone and she's like, what is that? I was like, are you high? No, she was just like... But did she make it? Was it something she made? Yes, oh, but okay. I think she just... Because we do go back and forth. Te- right, right, we, right, right. We do text each other pictures. Well, now we know where you get it from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally... I knew exactly like what she had done. Like where she just... Right. Because we send pictures to each other of various things all throughout the day. I don't know why. I just... I thought it was so funny. It is funny. It was just like a completely... Because it's also like, yum, look what I'm making. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but she said it was like a pork tenderloin with, she, it was like several different kinds of chili peppers with like mm. a pork tenderloin I bubbling like, on the stove. Yum. It looked good. I was like, I want to make that. Give me the recipe later. I forget like exactly what she said it was, was, but it sounded really good. Yeah. That's a good combo. I think I want to plant potatoes. 
Oh. Because my mom like has a potato garden. Well, not like a full garden, but she has like a potato plant that she grew. And she was like, you just cut up some potatoes and put them in the ground and it'll grow into potatoes. I'm sure there's like more to it than that. But the way she described it made it sound so easy. Do you remember when you're like a kid and you put the potato in the water with toothpicks? That's the avocado. Oh, that's the avocado? Yeah, the avocado pit. You put it <laughs> with the toothpicks and yeah. it's holding it. Yeah. Co- every kid has done that. I don't know why I thought it was a potato. Every- There's something with a potato too. Like your mom is right. She- All you need is a potato to grow other potatoes. Yeah. Just like um, a garlic clove you can plant and what? it will make a hat of garlic. Should I try that? There's like a... I have like have a list, a whole article of things that you can... Like you can... Stub of a romaine lettuce, you can what? make a full romaine out of that. Should I try that too? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I want to start planting some more stuff in my little garden, but I do have this like patch in one of the beds on my front patio that's like bare, and I like need to put something there right now. And so I'm thinking, like, should I put a potato in there? See what happens. You might would, as well. Would that be weird to have a potato potato patch growing next to all my succulents? And then you have the one potato and we hold it to the gods. Yeah, we're like, mm. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my, But it just sounded exciting. So my mom was like making it sound so easy. She's like, yeah, I just cut up a potato and put it in there. And then I have all these, dug up all these potatoes. I, I have always wanted to grow potatoes because they're like under the ground. And then there's all these, because they're roots. Yeah, Desi. They're, they're like chubby up. little roots. <laughs> Underground. That's but it's cool because you pull them out and they're like, look at all those. I had, you know, how you have those memories, photo memories where it's like July of 2017 and it goes through with like some corny music mm. on your phone. Mm-hmm. I had one the other day that was, I was like, what is that? <laughs> it was like food memories. <laughs> have you had those? Where it's yes. Like the, I mean, I have like My, so many. This okay. was food memories where I was like, I literally don't know what this is. And after the fourth picture, I realized it was me taking pictures of a baked potato. Because <laughs> it was like white fluffiness with butter. And I was like, is that like pancake mix? And then I kept getting more pictures of this baked potato. Then I finally saw the brown skin. I was like, oh, that's a baked potato. I was like, why was I taking so many fucking pictures of that? Oh. Like it was a fucking kitten or something. <laughs> Just like fucking six pictures. I, okay, I, my, I don't know if other people on their phones, on their iPhones, when they have their like little slideshow of memories that the phone like randomly selects, if they also have a category that's food memories or if it's just people like us who take a lot of food pictures. But I, whenever I do that, like they'll always be like, it'll be like all this food, but then it'll also be a picture of like Romy because she looks like (laughs) raw or or Masha. Oh my God. No, I haven't had that. Like a raw chicken. No, I, I literally have one for almost every year. Yeah. Like it's like food memories, 2017. (laughs) It's creepy. It's like, it's like, how do you know that's food? Well, and also, why are you putting all my food together? <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> how? It's like, why am I photographing food so much? It's like probably 50% of my photographs. It's 50% of my pictures. And yeah. like, then, no, I think my phone is probably the two, like, okay, the most things in my phone is like food and my cats. I have three things on my phone food, cats, and mean screen grabs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my phone too. That's the majority of my photos. Yeah, I don't I don't have a bunch of selfies of myself. No, I don't either. 
And I delete I a lot of them. I, oh, I, oh, I don't like taking pictures of myself. No. I, I don't have a ton of selfies. But yeah, yeah I'm, my mean screen grabs. And they're probably all things I send to you. Yeah. I should just have <laughs> a folder. That, just like funny too, not always mean. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we, we see something on the internet. I'm like, better send Did that you to see Desi. this? Did you see that, Desi? Sometimes we send each other the same thing. Yeah. Or we were like, oh, I was going to send that to you. Um, I think that's it yeah sorry about the weird schedule we've been on but you know what like like I've said before you're always going to get well except for the last two weeks you didn't get minis but usually (laughs) you will always get a mini episode and you will always get a main episode right even when we go out of town we've got plans for you you'll get content from us yeah it'll be here yeah Okay. Yamo be there. <laughs> and with that, we're going to bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm